0: This is What The Flux, I'm Brett And I'm Justin, and it's Friday the 26th of August Yes it is Justin, now Aussie news publisher Crikey Crikey. has been daring Lachlan Murdoch, the chair of News Corp and Fox Mm -hmm. to sue Crikey over an opinion piece that he just (laughs) did not like Crikey even took out an ad in the New York Times taunting and now he has sued, so I guess they got what they wanted They're clearly asking for it Mm B-Man This just in, 64% of employees have said they've tightened their belts over the last three months Oh wow The main reasons were interest rate rises, and of course, the gnarly, gnarly <laughs> cost of living. Now, B-Man, that's data from our very own Flux at Work customers. Flux fam, if you want to improve the financial well-being of your team, head to flux.finance slash work. Oh, yes. Three very clever stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Qantas has just posted an underlying loss of 1.9 billion buckaroonies before tax for the past financial year. But Qantas says it's all up from here. Huge couple of years for the flying kangaroo here, B-Man. What is the story? Well, just Justin. Justin, it's safe to say Qantas has been through the ringer lately in almost every possible way. Everything from COVID shutdowns to staff shortages to a massive increase in lost baggage. Uh, Not to mention the fact that the CEO, Alan Joyce, his house was literally egged (laughs) by someone. But now Qantas's earnings are in and the pain isn't quite over yet. Qantas made an underlying loss of $1.9 billion before tax in the last financial year. Meaning losses from the pandemic over the last three years were near $7 billion. But these results are actually right in line with what the investment world was expecting. And there's a little silver lining here because Qantas also announced a $400 million share buyback. Did they really? So what is the key learning here? A share buyback is when a company decides to buy back some of its own publicly available shares. And they do it at the market price. So B-Man, talk to me. Why would a company like Qantas, who initially sold shares, end up buying them back? Well, Jazzy Boyd, there are a whole heap of reasons mm-hmm. here, but I reckon the two big ones that apply to this situation are, number one, share buybacks can be used to signal that a company is feeling mighty fine about its future. Qantas is kind of saying, look, we're getting back on track so we can afford to invest in ourselves. And uh, back to me for number two, Mm -hmm. it's about returning capital to shareholders. Yeah, Qantas' shareholders poured in $1.4 billion to help them survive at the start of the pandemic. And it looks like the market approved of this little strategy, Justin, because Qantas shares spiked 7.6% on this news. Mm. For our second story, Nine Entertainment has announced a major profit of $315 million. Huge. But Stan hasn't nailed its numbers yet despite growing its user base. Not another streaming service in Strife, Justin. Mm. Surely not. What's happening here? Okay, so Nine Entertainment, they're the Aussie media company and it's a whole lot more than just Channel 9. Well, they also own Fairfax Media, some radio stations, even Pedestrian. And of course, Stan. Okay, Justin, talk to me. How is Nine doing? Well, overall, they're doing pretty nicely. They had a $315 million profit, which is up 35%, and their revenue jumped 15% to $2.7 bucks. And just quietly, the broadcast and publishing arms of the business, they experienced record growth. But, my friend, there's one area of the business that isn't quite hitting its financial straps yet. That is Stanley, (laughs) a.k.a. Stan. Interesting. So, in your opinion, what would you say is the key learning here? I would say streaming services globally are struggling with oversaturation and subscription fatigue, and nobody's immune. You see, running a streaming service, it turns out, can be very expensive. From the marketing, to the licensing of content, to the creating of new original content. So, you need a lot of subscribers to recruit those cost. And in Stan's case, they've got over 2.4 million subscribers, and they raked in around $381 million in revenue. Sounds amazing, Justin, but when you look at the actual earnings, before interest, before taxes, depreciation, amortization, you've only got 28 mil left over. That's a drop in the bucket. The whole industry is being hit, so we'll be watching for even more of a streaming shakeup, which is still to come. For our third and final story, US President Joe Biden has promised to spend between $400 billion US to $600 billion to keep cancel student debts for nearly 40 million Americans. Holy smokes, that is a lot of student debt, B-Man. So what is happening over there in the U.S.? All right, some background here. 45 million Americans have more than a total of 2.3 trillion in student debts collectively. And this has more than tripled since 2005. So now, the U.S. El Presidente, Joe <laughs> Biden, he's launching a program for federal student loan debt forgiveness. It really rolls off the tongue. It basically means that students with debt can have up to 20,000 U.S. dollars wipe from their debt. And while the majority of US citizens are supportive of this little move, lots of economists, they were left scratching their noggins. So Justin, what is the key learning here? When the government spends money, somebody always needs to bear the costs. While it's great to wipe the slate clean for so many students struggling with debt, this is effectively transferring the debt from graduates onto hello taxpayers. And Brett, the US knows a thing or two about debt. It already has a national debt of $30 trillion. But Juzzy Boy, it's not just about national debt here, Mm. it's also about that old inflation. Talk me through this. Well, by pumping 400 to $600 into the economy, Mm -hmm. economists reckon it's going to likely lead to more spending. And more spending means it will potentially add to the current 40-year high in inflation. So it may take even more interest rate hikes to tackle this one. Would you look at that, B-Man? It is almost the end of this month. And I just realised I haven't checked my credit score for this month yet. Could be a few little changes in there for you, a couple of very interesting (laughs) changes in there. Flux family, just remember, you can check your credit score for free with the Flux app. So make sure you hit the Flux app in your phone or the link will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.